The Indiana Hoosiers absolutely can upset Purdue. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in. It is the Locked On Hoosiers podcast. I'm your man, Jacob Goins. I appreciate you making Locked On Hoosiers your first listen each and every day. We are a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, which is your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. New customers join today and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. Happy Friday, everybody. Happy Purdue weekday, whatever you want to call it. Tomorrow will be game day versus Purdue as your Indiana Hoosiers will travel to the number two team in the country. And for this game, I absolutely think that Indiana can upset Purdue at their place and repay the favor. Now, is it going to be easy? No, it's not. It's not going to be easy at all. Indiana would have to play their absolute best game, and Purdue would have to play not so great. But that's possible. That is possible in today's game of college basketball. And I think there are so many factors here and so many things at stake here that Indiana can play to their favor in this game tomorrow night. We'll take a look around the Big Ten and college basketball this weekend, what's going on around the country. Also give you keys to the game on how Indiana can take down Purdue in Purdue. That's what is on the show for today. Drop your score predictions. Give me your thoughts in the YouTube comments or on X at Locked on Hoosiers. I want to hear from you. Thank you so much for being here and subscribing to the show. We just continue to grow. So thank you so much on YouTube and on your audio platforms. Indiana at Purdue. Late night game Saturday night there in Mackey Arena in West Lafayette. And look, the numbers are not great for us. All right? They're giving Indiana about a 3% chance to win this game. Haven't seen an official spread yet, but it's not going to be pretty either, right? And you look back to what happened the first time, right? You look to what happened the first game of this season between these two teams, 87-66 to 66 in Bloomington was when Purdue came to our house and pretty much let Indiana have it that night on January 16th. And you look at the box score here and kind of what happened. How about Zach Eady going off for, oh, I don't know, 33 points. Then you had two other guys. You had Lawyer and Jones both go off for 19 and 17. They didn't do a whole lot off their bench because they didn't have to. And you gave up 87 points to a really, really good Purdue team. You cannot do that in this game. You have to find a way to play better defense. We have got to find a way to hold them in the 70s somehow or low 80s because what do we talk about all the time? We don't have the ability to score 87 or 90 points, especially against Purdue. And that's a really good defensive team. It is because they have a ton of size. We know that. So Indiana's going to have to find creative ways on that side of the floor to get good buckets, get good shots, make those shots. I think the free throw line is going to be really big tonight or on, on Saturday. 
And if Indiana, if we're able to get to the line and get a bunch of fouls and get the the, the Boilermakers in foul trouble, then I think we've got a chance. And on, on Indiana's side of things last time out, it was Trey Galloway, of all people, that led your team with 17. Because if you remember, right, Xavier Johnson did not play. Malik Renew only had eight, and Khalil Ware only had five. That's a problem, okay? That is a problem. And I understand, I completely understand that Purdue has Mr. Zach Eady, Mr. All-American, probably going to be the player of the year in college basketball. The dude's seven foot four. How in the world do you go over him or around him? I don't know. I don't have an answer for that. So my answer, my response is get away from him. Get away. Do something else. And I know he's just a huge presence in the lane, but I've seen other teams do it. Wisconsin did a really, really good job of playing patient basketball in the paint against Zach Eady. Yes, he's tall, but he can't move very fast. So I look at somebody like Khalil Ware and Malik Renu, who, if they get the basketball inside, use some footwork, little pump fake one side, spin and go to the other side, you can get him off balance and get him out of the play and then try to score from there. Yeah, if you just try to post him up and back down and go over him, yeah, he's going to swat you away. But I think Indiana's got to be aggressive here. Go at him, make him stop you, get him in foul trouble, and then try to have some guys knock down some shots. And we'll get into keys to the game here on this show today. But so many things are at stake here. Indiana's still looking for that first big win, right? Still looking for that quad one big-time resume-building win. And unfortunately, folks, we're running out of time. We're running out of time. We have options. But you got to think, we have two, four, six, eight games left in the regular season. Isn't that wild? Eight games left in the regular season. I count one, two, three, maybe four quad one games left. And I think the Hoosiers, I think we got to get at least two before we get to the Big Ten tournament and then try to knock out some people there and make a run there if we want to have a chance to make the NCAA tournament. That's what's at stake. And guess what? This would be your biggest one by far. This would be one of the best wins of the year by far for anybody in college basketball. But it is tough because it's on the road. It's a place that Indiana hasn't had a ton of success lately, and it's a tough place to play. Mackey Arena is going to be a tough place place to play it's going to be packed it's going to be loud it's Saturday night Hoosiers coming to town everybody it's a hot ticket it is it's a hot ticket even with the Hoosiers having a bad year or a down year I should say compared to what's happening in Purdue and they've done a fantastic job over there they have so the Hoosiers have to play loose here you have nothing to lose you have absolutely nothing to lose this is all on Purdue in this game, there's no pressure for us to go in there and win this game. There's no pressure for us to go in and, and upset Purdue. Sure, we need the win, and we would love to have the upset, but nobody's expecting us to go win this game. So play like that. Go in there and feel disrespected because you are. Go in there and feel like a massive underdog because you are, and play a little loose, play a little free, have some fun, and see if you can come out with a crazy upset like we've seen this year in college basketball, like we've seen in this rivalry before it's one of the best in college basketball I hope that's the case again tomorrow night and I think it will be and I legitimately think 
that if the Hoosiers play up to their potential and they do the things they're supposed to do, they have a chance to upset Purdue on the road this weekend. Well, coming up on Locked on Hoosiers, we'll give you keys to the game for Indiana and Purdue. How do the Hoosiers do it? I say they can. How can they do it? We'll have that coming up for you in just a second on Locked on Hoosiers. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seats on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. Hey, drop your Super Bowl predictions. Who do you got? You got Kansas City or you got San Francisco? The Chiefs or the Niners? And thankfully with FanDuel, you can choose that. You can choose who's going to score a touchdown, how many points are going to be scored. You can bet on all the crazy prop bets and so much more on FanDuel. Look, I've got the Chiefs winning. I'm going to say 31-27. I'm taking the Chiefs 31-27. All right, Travis Kelsey's going to have a touchdown. CMC's going to have a touchdown. Purdy to have an interception as well. Mark that down. New customers join today, and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Welcome back into Locked on Hoosiers. I appreciate you making this your first listen each and every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. Indiana on the road at number two Purdue this weekend. And we need a big one. We need a win desperately. And I think we can get it. So let's talk about keys to the game here on the show. I talked about it and told you how Zach Eady had 33 points the last time out. That obviously cannot happen again in this game. So how do you stop him? How do you slow him down? Because I don't think stopping him is an option, but I think you can slow him down. And I think it's going to be a combination, not of Khalil Ware and Malik Renu. It's going to have to be one of those guys and somebody else. A McKenzie Mbako is the guy that I'm thinking because you cannot bring Renu and Ware on him 24-7 this entire game because they will get in foul trouble and the Hoosiers can't afford that. They did not have good offensive games last time out against the Boilermakers. That cannot happen again in this game. Foul trouble can't be an option here like it was in that game. And so if you start bringing both of them on Edie, yeah, he's going to get them in foul trouble. Bring one of them and McKenzie and Baco. I think you have to double him and make somebody else beat you. And now here's the problem. Purdue has the guys to do that. They have the guys to beat you other than Zach Eady. Yes, he's going to be player of the year, but I mean, they have other players. There's a reason they're 21 and two. They're first in the Big Ten, second team ranked in the country, 10 and two in conference play. Now, their losses are Northwestern and Nebraska. Both of those were on the road, and they've since beaten Northwestern, and then they just beat Wisconsin over the weekend. But you look at Purdue, and outside of Zach Eady, they have Jones, who averages 13, Smith, who averages 12, and Lawyer, who averages 11. This team scores 85 points a game. The Hoosiers have to find a way to slow them down. And the way you do that, Indiana, the way that we do that, we have to limit our turnovers. We have to limit our turnovers on the road. 
Do not give them any extra chances, any running ability, any transition. Limit that as much as you can on your side of things, right, with your offense to their offense. But we've got to force some turnovers too. We've got to force some turnovers and get out and run and push the basketball. The times that we've won this year, especially over the last, I don't know, last couple of weeks, that's when we do is when we push the basketball off the inbound, which I don't love that, but we do. I'm talking about off of steals, long rebounds, and turnovers in general. Push the basketball because I said earlier, Zach Eady's not very quick, quicker than you'd think for a seven foot four guy, but he's not very fast. And if Indiana wants to beat him, don't play with him, right? If you get it, go. Let's get down the floor before he has a chance to get there. And you got to take a good shot. And Indiana's got to make some. Okay, they've got to make some shots in this game. Those games we've seen this year where they've made seven or eight three pointers. Yeah, you're going to need that in this game. You're going to need McKenzie and Baco to hit a couple. You're going to need Trey Galloway to hit a couple. Heck, you're probably going to need Khalil Ware to hit one or two. You're going to need guys like Anthony Leal and CJ Gunn off the bench and God forbid Gabe Cup score in this game, right? You're going to have to have that if you want to pull an upset like this. You can't just go in and play every other like it's any other game, Mike Woodson. You can't go in with the same game plan and just think it's going to work and hope that you catch Purdue off guard. They're too good. Even when they don't play their best game, they're still better than you. So you have to find a way to overcome that. And I think by doubling Edie, getting the ball out of his hands, and not letting him be a threat on the defensive side is a really, really good start. Offensively for Indiana, you've got to move the basketball, got to move the ball with purpose, get open shooters, Nobody can be scared to shoot the ball tonight. Get it inside. Khalil Ware and Malik Renew have to be involved. And you have to find a way for one of them even to maybe be a decoy to get Edie away, get those other guys there, and make a play. Those two guys are too good to be left off the scoreboard, to not be scoring double digits in this game. I think if you do that, you've got a really good chance. If you continue to work the ball inside, Purdue will collapse. They will. They're big enough to do that. They'll collapse in the lane. They will pack the paint, and then you kick it out. Now, is Purdue going to respect our three-point shooting? I hope not. Probably not. If they're smart, then we got to find a way to make them pay. And all those guys that I just talked about have to make shots. You don't pull off an upset against number two Purdue by not making a three-pointer on the road. You don't pull off an upset against number two Purdue without having limited turnovers on the road. And this is going to be a really hard stat. I know this is going to be a really hard one to win, so I'm not saying you have to win this one. I think you just have to hang in there with rebounding. Rebounding is crucial in this game. Look, Purdue grabs 41 boards a game, okay? They grab 41 boards a game because of guys like Zach Eady, who average almost 12. So how can Indiana win or even stay close in the rebounding battle if you force those tough, long jump shots or three-pointers because those lead to long rebounds, which gives Indiana a better chance of grabbing them and then getting out in transition like I talked about. So those things have to happen here. And if they don't, you're going to be in trouble. If you don't, you're going to be in trouble. And Indiana's got to play with a little purpose in this game. We got to come out and act like we want to be here. We got to act like we can and do belong here because we do. 
This is Indiana-Purdue. Take the numbers out of it. Take the rankings out of it. Take the records out of it. This is Indiana and Purdue, one of the best rivalries in college basketball. Treat it that way. Surely, if anybody can get this team fired up, it's Mike Woodson. You would think it would be Woody who could get his team going for this type of game because he knows what this means to the state of Indiana, to the Indiana program, and to us Indiana Hoosiers fans. He would understand how big this game is. And and I think the guys on the team do too. You've just got to play like it. You've got to play like this is a massive game for this state because it is. And we cannot afford to come out flat in the first half and go down by double digits at halftime because, yes, we came back versus Ohio State. This is an Ohio State. We cannot afford to be in it at halftime and then come out in the second half like we have almost every other game and just look like we haven't woken up, look like we just went inside and took a nap at the half. Cannot do that in this game. You have got to lock in for 40 minutes or more if that's what it takes and stick to Purdue because they may not fully stress when they get in those situations, but you got to try. You got to put that pressure on them and make them beat you. Don't beat yourself. And it's easy to do on the road. It really is. It's easy to do that on the road. And if Indiana can avoid those things, I think they have a chance to pull off the upset over number two, Purdue. Coming up in our final segment on Locked on Hoosiers, we'll take a look around the Big Ten this weekend, take a look at college basketball, some really good games. As we come down the stretch, we've got about a month until Selection Sunday. Wild, right? We'll take a look at all that, what's at stake here in the conference, plus outside of college basketball, and how all of that impacts the Hoosiers. Coming up on Locked on Hoosiers. Welcome back into Locked on Hoosiers. I appreciate you making this your first listen each and every day. Final segment before we get into the weekend. Again, happy Super Bowl. Hope you are uh, getting a good plan together for that. And then, of course, you got the game tomorrow night, Super Bowl on Sunday, and um, going to be a really great weekend. And you look around college basketball. Look around college basketball and all the games coming up this weekend. We're going to start in the Big Ten. We're going to start with what's going on in the conference because some really, really interesting matchups and games that mean a ton to this conference when you start looking at the standings. And we'll look at those in just a second. Of course, Indiana and Purdue. How about Wisconsin on the road at Rutgers? That's a Wisconsin team that's on a three-game losing streak. They have just fallen off the wayside, it seems like. A game Saturday afternoon that has huge implications for one team in particular. It's number 10, Illinois, at Michigan State. That's a Michigan State team that is 14 and 9 and 6 and 6 in Big Ten play. A team that, remember, they were a top four team to start the preseason, to start the year. And they struggled out of the gate. They limped through comp or through non-conference play. And everybody, and myself included, was like, that's eh, fine. They'll pick it back up. They're a good team. They'll they'll catch back up. They'll be fine. And they just haven't done it. It's really wild what's been happening there in East Lansing. Maryland on the road at Ohio State. Battle of the mids right there. was, And then Michigan at Nebraska. Eh, nothing too crazy there. But Sunday, Sunday may have the game, one of the best games you're going to see. Penn State at Northwestern. And look, Penn State's record is not good. 
but they're six and six in Big Ten play. They're hanging around in the middle. They're one of those middle teams that can beat anybody on any given night. We know that. So that's a good one. And then Minnesota at Iowa, another kind of middle of the ground game in the Big Ten. And the problem is when you start looking at the Big Ten standings, the top has separated themselves pretty heavily. Purdue being one of those, Illinois being right there, then Wisconsin. But again, the fight for that top four seed in the Big Ten tournament is still alive. Northwestern at seven and five. We are big fans against anybody playing against Northwestern right now. Also, Minnesota at six and five, Michigan State at six and six, Penn State six and six, Indiana at six and six. So we're right there. We're still in this race for the Big Ten. That's what makes a game like Purdue so big. That's what makes those games against um, Wisconsin so big and all your other ones that you've got coming up for Indiana down this eight-game stretch of Northwestern, Nebraska, Penn State, teams that you have to beat that are in front of you or right there behind you. Purdue Northwestern, it doesn't get any bigger than that stretch. You have to get one of those. You'd love to get both if you want to stay alive in the Big Ten. And I still think Indiana can do that. I still think a win over Northwestern is possible. I think a win over Purdue is possible. Northwestern, that's at home. Nebraska, that's at home. Wisconsin, that's at home. Michigan State, that's at home. And Indiana, we've got to protect our home floor. Have not done a great job at that this year. You just let Penn State come in there and do it. But you got to turn that around. And then you got to get one on the road. Will it be number two, Purdue? Will you get that win over Penn State, which you can kind of even that series up a little bit? At Maryland, at Minnesota, those are not hard places to play. So the schedule's doable for us down the stretch. We are still alive in the Big Ten, very much so. We've just got to turn it on and play our best basketball. And if we can feed off of that Ohio State win, and maybe we found something. Maybe we've switched up the lineup. I don't know. Maybe we have. Maybe we haven't. We're going to find out come tomorrow night in West Lafayette. But Indiana is very much alive in the Big Ten, and that should keep us engaged. That should keep us excited for this men's team. Women's team doing their thing. Got a big win over Michigan State last night, so congratulations to them. But then you start looking around college basketball. Look at what's going on in the top 25 this weekend. You've got, like I mentioned, Indiana-Purdue. Number one, UConn at Georgetown. Nothing special. Alabama, number 16 at LSU. I'm looking around. Again, Illinois-Michigan State is a fantastic game. You have randomly in the middle of conference play, Gonzaga going to Rupp Arena in Lexington to to take on John Calipari and the Cats. Why? I have no idea. But awesome. (laughs) I love it. Absolutely love it. Um, Gonzaga, not what they used to be and not what they've been in the past. The Big 12 continues to be probably the most deep and overall best conference this year in college basketball. Number 13, Baylor at number four, Kansas. Fantastic game. And so it's not maybe the sexiest weekend uh, for for like top 25 matchups and stuff like that, but it's still a good weekend for college basketball. And I do think Indiana and Purdue highlights one of the better games this weekend. I really, really do take off our, our, you know, our colored glasses here as a fan, but I do think it's one of the better games. When anybody sees that, they're like, oh, wow, Indiana and Purdue, got to put that on. And they will. They'll watch it. We got to put on a good performance this weekend. 
Hopefully we can. I think we can. I think Indiana can win. Do I think we do? Realistically, probably not. But I think the possibility is there. And you have to play a near-perfect game. You just do. You have to play a near-perfect game. you got to catch Purdue off guard. Everything's got to come together. And you got to go into their house and play your best game possible. We'll have a full breakdown episode for you coming up over the weekend, talking about Indiana and Purdue. Win or lose, we'll have an episode for you on Locked on Hoosiers, a video version and an audio version. Remember, we are free and available wherever you get your podcast. Be sure you like the video, subscribe to the channel. It helps us out tremendously on YouTube as we continue to grow. It helps get our audience bigger, helps make this family get bigger as we continue to grow. So thank you so much. Again, happy Super Bowl this weekend. Drop your picks below. Enjoy the enjoy the Sunday. Enjoy Super Bowl Sunday after Indiana and Purdue. And then, like I said, we'll have an episode this weekend. And then we'll be back on Monday. Busy week next week for the Hoosiers. We'll talk all about it coming up on Locked on Hoosiers. Have a great weekend. We'll have an episode for you recapping Indiana and Purdue. Until next time, Hoosier fans, stay safe. And I'll talk to you later.